Good afternoon, beautiful people. It was a crazy weekend. Beautiful weekend for some, horrible weekends for others, right? We had a fantastic uh, weekend for the world of football, right? Every league in Europe had a big game. Oh, okay, almost every league. Right. First, we had El Clasico, which was quite a shocker or not. Right. It was Madrid beat Real Madrid beat Barcelona 2 1. Right. Enough about them because we don't really give a shit about them. Right. <laughs> um, PSG drew nil nil with uh, Marseille. It was a horrible sending off. That was um, in the likes of our guests, a big WWE fan, a horrible tackle, right? A red card. Right, but it was new, new, so we don't give a shit about them as well. Back to where we are actually into, right? The English Premier League, right? Chelsea beat Norwich 7 0, but who cares, right? We are here to talk about the big game. Joining us right now, sitting in front of us, are two big Scouser, big Liverpool fans, just like me, right? I've known them for more than 10 years, almost all of my life, right? Uh, grew up together, right? We, we actually, um, one of them, I actually traveled to Istanbul to watch one of the biggest games, life-changing, defining moment, right? And sitting in front of me is allegedly the Iron Sheik of the East of Enfield in his very nice East of Enfield shirt. He's a dog advocate, amazing human, helping people as an estate planner, full-time Liverpool supporter, and his long luscious hair like Patrick Berger, the stud who's and who lays the verbal smackdown on all you Manchester United fans. So <laughs> shout out to you out there. Friends here to react with us on how Liverpool dog walk and ragdoll over the weekend. Friend of the show, Mr. Kevin Drudd. How are you, Kevin? Right, okay. And then on my right, we have all the way from London, a man with a brain of almanacs, past to present, history books, the guy who lives and breathes numbers and statistics of Liverpool players, past and present, right? A man who came to Singapore at a very young age, found a kindred of brotherhood, a guy who never walked alone because he bled scouts with traveled all the way from London to Old Trafford this weekend to watch Manchester United get shellacked, walked over and get their asses handed to them by Mo Salah and the boys. Ladies and gentlemen, Stato Janstein. Hello, guys. Welcome to the show. Hey. Hey, so, thanks. Great to be on. <clears throat> great. Okay, Kevin, I'll start with you first. Mm. Since you're decked out in all red, right? When did you yeah. start supporting Liverpool? Uh, since I was a little kid, my dad was a huge Liverpool fan. So you grow up being a Liverpool fan. So I got instilled with being a Red since I was young. So, yeah. And um, from then on, uh, who were like your... The very legends? first... When like I remember... Game. I remember watching was like... Uh, Barnes, Rush, and then Fowler coming up, and all the McManaman. Yeah, that batch, the 
90s. The 90s, right. Yeah. And what about you, Jan? When when did you start uh, following Liverpool? Yeah, so I'm maybe a little bit older than Kevin. So back in sort of mid to late 80s, when I was a young kid, just loving football, watching football, and uh, fell in love with uh, a certain John Barnes, really, uh, and, and the great Liverpool team of the of the mid to uh, late 80s. Um, so would you, would you yeah. say that John Barnes is your favourite player? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, absolute childhood hero. You know, it wasn't a time I went on the football pitch without claiming that I'm going to be John Barnes. So uh, yeah, he's, <laughs> okay. he's my, my biggest childhood hero. <laughs> <laughs> you're, too, you're too tall to be like John Barnes. <laughs> yeah, there's probably never been a bigger difference in any in any form or shape. But, you know, there you go. <laughs> so so I, I believe you were actually in Old Trafford when you watched the game, right? So how, how was the atmosphere before the game? Yeah, no, that's right. So we drove up, five of us from London, uh, obviously in great anticipation. And when you get closer to Old Trafford, uh, the tension rises because it is, you know, still a hostile place to go. You try not to wear any Liverpool colours just to not stand out. And in case there's any nut cases around, I think they want to attack any Liverpool fans. Uh, yeah, now it's approached the ground, you know, you, it, it's, it's building up. But we're feeling confident because, you know, let's face it, Liverpool have been playing brilliantly lately. United hadn't. And... Uh, uh, yeah, just uh, I, you know, as soon as you go inside the stadium, you know everybody is uh, very buoyant, very bullish because that's what you are. You're in Lions Den, right? So everybody's giving everything, singing and shouting and, and uh, building up to to kick off. It was good. Okay, right. Uh, so, but Kevin, you what was your prediction before the game? I was thinking probably one nil or two one. Did, did, it meet your expectation? did it meet your expectations? I was happy it didn't meet my expectations. Oh, it went oh, oh. above my expectations. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. But, look, I mean, looking at this, right, it'll be quite um, a bit unbalanced, right, if we just three of us Liverpool fans. So, joining us right now, right, is our, my, our, my co-host, our co-host, Mr. Simon Chin. What's Unfortunately, up? A Manchester United fan, so we are actually outnumbering him. This no, this is no shape, way, or form where or bully him, but we are actually going to bully him. So <laughs> take it away, Simon. When Jason told me about this podcast and two Liverpool fans, I'm like, oh my gosh, I how am I going to survive for the next one hour in this this talk show? It's going to be hell, hell break loose, man. Especially one hour. Are you sure it's one hour? Yeah, yeah for but... like million, million, millions of stories. It's probably going to be like three. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's a tough time, especially when you when you when you came out of the derby. You're like, oh my gosh, what's what in the world is going on? So as a as a Man United fan, this is a horrible time to be in and a. Horrible time to be in a podcast, but because I'm the co-host, I'll just endure it for the next hour or so, you know, for the benefit of everyone's benefit, right? So, so that's why I'm here today. <laughs> uh, guys, if, uh, feel free to, 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 to use Simon as a punching bag, right? He's a lovable <laughs> guy, so, you know, he, I think he can take the hits. Yeah, not, like, not like, some, not like some, some, some other cheesy Manchester United fans who can't take the shit and, uh, you know go into hiding into their caves and everything. So Jason, if you know I disappear for the next two weeks, you know why? Uh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not because of COVID. <laughs> so, so, um, so Kevin, you were saying that it, it went above and beyond your expectations. I mean, do you ex- actually expect Salah to score a hat-trick? No, but I thought he will get on the score sheet, but I didn't expect a hat-trick. 
But so, then, so how do you actually like play? Think that the game will actually play out. I was thinking because yeah, on paper and everything, we have a better squad, and on current form, we were doing very well. Okay, but uh, playing against them is always a different game. It can be even either one, like even like back 10, 10 years ago or fifteen years ago. They used to be dominating, and we were like a mid-table mediocre, but still we can, you know, beat them, and and so that's how these games usually go. So I was very happy with the result. I was just hoping for more goals. I wonder to be a bit greedy. Yeah, but I heard. I, I mean, Yan, I'm not sure if you heard. Uh, I heard somewhere that I uh, read somewhere that actually Klopp was actually telling them to actually stop at five because. I'm not sure whether the the people at the grounds actually heard uh, that he didn't want. You know, it, I mean, five nil, four zero at halftime is already an embarrassment. Already, do you hear news like that? I mean, you know, I don't think anybody heard it in the stands or anything like that. But you could see it on the pitch. Really, I think it happened, and particularly after the red card as well. I think it it hits home that the most important thing now is probably just to get through this game in a controlled manner. You know, and maybe try to keep the clean sheet. Because we took the pace of 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 uh, you know slow down, it's no doubt about it. And it was just very enjoyable being in in the ground because it was one song after the other making fun of Man United really, and uh, you know the singing about uh, that they, they couldn't barely touch the ball for for a period, which what it felt like. So even though we didn't, we weren't able to increase the number of goals i still think it was uh it must have been painful to to watch for for united fans even though that last half an hour even though we didn't score any more goals i think no well, i mean when 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 did the united fans i mean did they start to leave and and everything i mean we saw we saw shots on on, on tv but i'm sure way before that i mean i'm i think maybe at 3-0 probably they had enough and started walking out uh, well but you know what i know a lot of people want to make A narrative out of that, and we've seen the aerial shots that quite a few people left the stadium. But I, I think a lot of Man United fans stayed behind in in defiance. You know, I, I actually to give credit to Man United fans, I don't think if that had been at Stamford Bridge, the stadium would have been empty, right? That, that's just how <laughs> yeah, yeah. fickle they are. And and I think it got a you know United fans particularly. Are, When it comes to Liverpool, they also don't want to show weakness. Their team was showing weakness, but I think as supporters, they tried to stay in the ground. And yes, quite a few left, but I think I think many stayed as well, just to to show that yes, you might be bullying us today, but we're still gonna gonna you know stand behind our team. So I don't think it was as bad as some people have made out the the exodus really. No, oh, so it's, it's blame the no. media, right? Yeah, because yeah, it's a nice I mean, media narrative, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Go ahead, Now, Simon. as a United fan, right, uh, we were actually not wanting you guys to stop at 5-0. Um, here, here in Singapore, <laughs> I was talking to a few United fans. The reason is not because it's impossible to catch back. But we, but we were saying, look, if Liverpool is going to give us a beating, then just give a, just give a good one. You know why? It wakes the team up. It, it makes sure the, the manager is in some shit, shitload of trouble. And the final objective is, if you guys go 7-0-8-0-9-0, right, It will look better on the manager, and you know they'll get him fired. So, so we we technically we wanted more goals so that uh it it will it will just make sure that they wake up their bloody idea. But but it didn't happen. But it was okay. Five uh, zero. But yes. I mean, but I mean, look at it. Look at it this way. In the terms of football, uh, in footballing sense, I don't think it's actually Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's fault. I mean, he he. I mean, he. Where did he come from? Cardiff and Molde. 
And yeah. I mean, no, no, no offense to those teams. Like he didn't have the pedigree, and it's not his fault. Correct, correct. I mean, he's there to lead the team, and he, 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 he inherited a team of misfits. I mean, I don't know what, what, what do you guys think? I think, I, mean, I think, I think what I feel as a United fan is that he, he is too incapable to to handle the egos that are in the in the locker room. You know, it's not like Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp knows how to handle because of his experience in Borussia Dortmund. He comes in, he knows what to do, and so on. Whereas for Oli Garden Solskjaer, like you mentioned, Cardiff, Mole, you know, those type of clubs, you have people who are fighting for a different ball game. When you come to a crucial game like Liverpool uh, and you don't play your absolute best and, you know, still uh, not sure what to do, you deserve to get sacked, right? In fact, in fact, today they were already considering sacking him. They, they are looking at how the Totem game is going. If the Totem game goes terribly, goodbye, he's off the books. If not, then we're not sure about that. But, but this is actually a very, very good wake-up call for the club. I mean, for, for Liverpool fans, it's great. You know, next day, it was all over the news. But for us, United fans, it's, I, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing to, to smack them once in a while. And, you know, and I think that's a reasonable thing to, to actually ask about. I was actually hoping that it would stop at four or five, maybe because you know, I, the very next day if we go to the prata shop and order. I don't think I can eat nine pratas <laughs> in a row. <laughs> yeah, but speaking of 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 the of Liverpool, right? Uh, when what what was the atmosphere or the feeling like when uh you guys heard news that Mane was not in the starting lineup? Well, that's the thing. We still saw that we were sort of hadn't parked up yet, and we we saw there were some rumors coming out before it was confirmed, and and the rumors were true. You know, there were some changes to the team. You know, not Mane, but also Fabinho. I think everybody yeah. expected to be back in, but of course he he picked up a knock. So, yeah, you're a little bit concerned about that. Um, but I think as soon as you're in the stadium, so you sort of forget that because then you just get on with your role in this whole thing, and that's just being loud and and supporting the players on the pitch. And and also, we have had many times before big injury problems or injury problems and come through it no more so than the Barcelona game at 4-0 yeah, yeah we had injuries yeah, yeah. and some key, key players key players missing there so so this team and the club seems to be able to pull things out even even sometimes without the um, the normal starters so we weren't overly concerned to be honest I mean but did you could you see from the from where you were sitting uh, like how was this reaction like I mean we, we I mean we heard of like the 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 altercation between Mane and Salah a uh, few seasons ago. What, what was his reaction like? Did, I mean, was he like, uh, okay, I'm here to support the team and let's go? Or was he like, uh, okay, this sucks. I should be out on the field. You mean Sadio Mane? How he, how yeah, Sadio, Sadio Mane. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I didn't pick up on anything in particular from him, actually. Uh, I didn't look for it either. I don't know if anybody anything came across on the TV pictures or anything, but... Uh, was nothing that was discussed and, and and anybody picked up on that I'm aware. So I think he's taken it taken it well. Oh okay. Right. And then and, and about the reaction, right? Um there were quite a number of like I mean there were on social media going around like the police, um SCDF and all that. Um even Alpha Romeo decided to jump on the bandwagon of five zero. Calvin, what do you think of like all this? Is is it an overreaction? I mean should they be cashing in on the uh, on on this bandwagon? Nothing, nothing wrong about it. They wanna, they wanna do it. They do it. I mean, if this was the other way around, we also would have been trolled. 
Yeah, but I so mean, it's, it's, uh, it, from a, from a Liverpool fans' perspective, it's kind of mm. seems a bit classless, right? I mean, there's there's a guy going around with a Liverpool jersey with the word five zero. I mean, that one no is offense. rubbish. Uh. Yeah. Well, I mean, that what do you think? Rubbish. Do you want to print? Like I saw one guy print Trafford zero five. For what would you even want to print the word Trafford on your kit? Like, and that's, that's ridiculous. I mean, it's 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 really classless. I mean. We we are we football fans. We love to throw Manchester United, but we sh- we shouldn't we shouldn't be doing that. It makes us like I mean reason why I mean many support Liverpool supporters also support Liverpool not just based on the tradition, family values, and everything. Also because Manchester United fans mostly you no know, besides Simon right are quite arrogant pricks, and I guess I mean we are actually stooping to that level, and I think I I feel that it, it, it shouldn't be the way. I mean, I, mean, I wonder what it's harmless. It's harmless banter, but yeah, I mean it. I mean the what those guys went and paint are that is a bit stupid, lah. Yeah, like, I mean, other than it, that, it, it it is like three dollars per letter or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that money could have been used for charity, you know, like so. Uh, help the poor Manchester. Supporter, homeless yeah, but, but, but it's a great marketing campaign. Even today, the police also came out with that five zero thing, right? Five ways to, yeah. get, uh, to get zero way, uh, five ways of getting zero scam, something like that. Right? Yeah. So, so it was, it, I mean, it's amazing marketing for, for overall. Uh. Uh, I mean, yeah, and how was the reaction in, in the UK? Like, well, what, what, what was you, the narrative like? Well, you know, it's it's a really good point that you raise about this. You know, how much gloating should you really do compared to sort of spending time focusing on your own team? And I, I agree with both you and Kevin that yeah. as Liverpool fans, I think we pride ourselves in particular to spend more time singing about our own team yeah, than focusing exactly. on other teams. You know, I, I yeah. don't think we would have done what Leeds did yesterday, uh, you know, uh, at the Emirates singing all this at the wheel. You know, we sing about United only when we play Manchester United. That- yeah. Oh, they did that. I, yeah, I did, the fans were singing. I I saw one of the posts. So, but Leeds wasn't playing Manchester United. So, what's their deal? What, what? On the negative aspects of Leeds United. are United's rivals, why? So, probably they just wanted to get in their faces. Yeah. So, so Leeds has been the early two thousand rivals, especially when we took people like Real Ferdinand from them, Eric. Kemper. No, actually, it was even way before that. Yeah. Correct. Correct. It was only is it was only after they got relegated from the Premier League that that you know, that you don't hear this chance. But but it's not surprising that Leeds do it. In fact, in fact, uh, in fact, it's even worse than, than Liverpool, right? The way the way they chant. So it's yeah. What uh, do you mean by worse than Liverpool? But, but, I will smack you. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but 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 I mean, banter aside. Stick to your own game. Stick to your own lane. Why? Why suddenly drag Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in, in into the mix? That's something I just I just cannot understand. I mean, like right right now, <clears throat> where do we go from from here? We are we got uh, Preston coming up, and I I guess the 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 the, the teams on a high. I... I think they are gonna play all the reserves. Definitely, the young okay. boys are gonna step in. People like Minamino, Lord Origi is going to get <laughs> a bit of playing time. <laughs> okay. And Hopefully yeah. he scores. Yeah. 
I think Seth Vanderberg also may be playing against us. I don't know whether he's allowed to play or not, but I was seeing a report that, yeah, because he's on loan to Preston. Ah, so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then, uh, Jan, uh, about back to the game, um, what do you think of Pogba's uh, red card? I mean, he, he he came on the field only like less than 10 minutes. Uh, I, I wonder what was the, the fans, what the fans were they singing when, when he got well, sent off? Well, you know, the incident happened completely on the opposite end of the ground from the away fans. So we couldn't see it clearly when it happened. But obviously, we saw the reaction of our players. So we knew it was yeah. something pretty nasty. So we were all just chanting off, off and, and uh, yeah, enjoying him being sent off. I mean, looking at the images uh, later on on, on on TV, I think it's, it's, it's no doubt it's a red card. I mean, it's, uh, it's a really... Dangerous tackle. If if he, that hits a standing foot, he probably snaps his foot. So, but, but did it did it have to get to the level where we actually need VAR on these? Uh, it's it's yeah. clear uh, clear as day. Yeah, probably the referee bailed out and uh, he wasn't brave. But then he was called by the VAR team and and asked to review it. And then he had no option, really, <laughs> did he? <laughs> so. But I agree with yeah. you. It's a, it's a, it's a poor decision in the first place. I mean, that's full force, quite clear. See, it's just what's going on there. So, thankfully, uh, his foot wasn't firmly on the ground. The injury would have been worse. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, I'm I'm sure the the, the the was a huge concern from Klopp and the bench. Yeah. Uh, when 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 Keita was actually being stretched off. Uh, I mean, I was holding my breath like, oh shit! He he finally got back into the team. He's been scoring. I mean. Not frequently, but I mean, he did score that screamer a few games ago. And and then now suddenly, I'm not sure, but he might be out for a few months because of uh, such a reckless challenge. Mm. Uh, and then I, I, I wonder how the reaction was on, 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 on the bench and like, like you know, we, I mean, we, I we never, don't really I get... never drop going like that from the... And yeah, Actually, I saw for, yeah, and I saw his mouth was like wide open and 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 everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not sure. Like speaking, speaking from sports science, from a view of sports science, I'm I wonder whether uh, like a, a, a trainer or physiotherapist can actually see the extent of the injury just from you know um in uh, like from an altercation like that. I I just don't know. Yeah, I guess you can't you can't really see it from your view, right? Yeah. Well, 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 you know, I was I went to the uh, Leeds away game not so long ago when we when we won three 0 when uh, Harvey Elliott had that horrible injury and that happened quite oh, close okay. to the away fans. So we we had a pretty oh. good view of it. I mean, not not to the detail extent that you see on the video, of course, but but then everybody was was uh, was 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 really upset because we saw something really bad happen and it took the joy out of the win. Really, you know, in, in a way, it was, yeah. a, it was a great performance beating Leeds three 0 away from home but everybody really went out to the ground really quite saddened I guess because that young young player that started the season so well clearly has gotten just a serious <coughs> injury so when you see it like that I think it affects everybody emotionally you know uh, yeah, the, one, I mean, the one uh the one on Sunday against Man United as away supporters was too far away for us to feel it in that sense but of course we were upset because he was down for a while and stretched it off so it was it was a concern yeah, and 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 after the game, uh, how long did you guys stay? Like, I mean, I'm sure they they had some security issues where they want all the Manchester United fans to leave. I'm sure you guys also didn't want to leave because 
really can we play them every week well it was it was uh they were working quite hard to get us out in the end the stewards yeah because let's be honest five nil beating united is always great because of rivalry but this is probably not happened before may not ever happen again to this extent so people were milking it and staying behind and taking pictures and and just enjoying it but of course in the end in the end the stewards wanted to go home so uh so we, we must have been half an hour almost or something like that uh back and uh i was uh very enjoyable <laughs> were, were there were there any like fights or were there like men, menu fans waiting outside They're like you know i i have to have a go at them and, and stuff like that not not as i saw but you are a bit of a sitting duck because there's a lot of police presence around the away fan exit but then of course that's just immediately outside the exit. So as soon as you go away from that, it's very clear who is the away fans and not for a little stretch. But I think most United fans probably <laughs> wanted to get away. Uh, so I didn't see anything. Uh, there, there was a, I wouldn't call it aggro, but there was a funny incident on the way to the ground, actually, because um, we were walking just as it happened towards the ground next to a few United fans singing songs. And obviously they didn't know we were Liverpool fans. So they were just singing United songs. And and they were singing the old Solskjaer song from when he used to play for Manchester United, you know, which goes something like uh, one of the lines is, please don't take my Ole away. And I was thinking, well, don't you uh, worry, mate. You can keep, you can keep him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a football genius. Uh, having said that, right, Latvia's women's team lost to England 10-0. Right, no, but definitely they will win the very next game because they are going to play a friendly against Manchester United's men's team. Hey, was that real or not in the first place? No, no, right. no, no, it's real, it's real, it's real, it's real. You can check uh, um, on the international and uh, international scene. Latvia's female team actually lost to England 10 0. Yeah, I know they lost, but did they really say that? No, I don't, definitely not. No. Like, not right, yeah. Yeah, I was just taking the I was just taking the Mickey out of, out of uh, Manchester United. Uh, it probably be one of my last jokes because I guess we have to move on because I I mean prior to the show to this show right the, the last the, the, the our last edition I actually said frankly I never since even since Louis Van Gaal I never considered Manchester United as a rival anymore because like I mean. Okay, no doubt they won second last season. Uh, that's like, you know, pure luck and COVID and shit. But I mean, bring on Manchester City, bring on Chelsea. Manchester United is like lost. I mean, beating them has like lost its charm, lost its kick. I was like, uh, what? I'd be very happy we beat them 1-0, get it over and done with and move on. Well, what do you guys think? No way. Beating them is always exciting. <laughs> Even if they are in the lower division and we play them in the FA Cup and we whack them, that's also, you know, bang on. I mean, whatever it is, City, Chelsea, yeah, you know, Everton, United, yes. Anytime, any yeah. day. Okay. I mean, Everton, de- Everton definitely because we're a cross-town rival. But, I mean, it, it really, it's lost its charm to, like, to beat them. Like, I mean, you want, you, like, we are that good. It's, it's like, Taking candy from a baby is no 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 kick. Whatsoever. I mean, I mean, as a as a as a United fan, right? Uh, back to your point about about Louis Van Gaal, right? The last competitive actually manager that we feel United fans that actually have is Jose Mourinho, right? But because of what happened in the locker room, you know, he got sacked, whatever, right? But uh, like like what Kevin said, you know, uh, no matter what happens, whether you lose the FA Cup or what, even if you get relegated, when it comes to Liverpool, it's always a game. 
Right, right. Whether, right, we, your side of the field will take it seriously, our side of the field will take it seriously. They can always, uh, and I've ever asked a Liverpool fan this, you say, you know, playing Man United, right, is, is whether we win the league or not, right, is, is great, but playing Man United, you get, you, you should always give 100%, even from the Man United side as well, because, because, Historically, it's always been a derby, uh, rivalry, even from the early days, even before football as well. So it's it's you may it, it may feel over, but you know it has always been this thing for over a hundred years or so, right? The the, uh, the game I saw over the weekend, I'm not sure. Maybe Ian can correct me on this. The game I saw on the weekend, the Manchester United players were hardly running, and I think on based on stats, they hardly where they like they. I mean, throughout the the, the since the big. of distance. I mean, Jan, did you see that on the field? Like, were they running their guts out or they were just strolling around? No, I... They tried to press from the front some of the forward players. Um, mm. But where it looks more embarrassing, I think, is on the, in the other end of the pitch because when they are in a bad balance and not in the right positions and we start attacking... Uh, you know, it looks like it's uh, men against kids or something. It, it just looks so easy, the goals. You know, it just passed straight through, really, for most of the goals. Uh, so uh, so that's uh, that's where it stood out the most, where it, it looked just just looked awfully easy, really. And was that the big kick for you? I mean, the goals, when they started banging in, were, I mean... I mean, we, I'm sure we, we, you enjoyed the victory and all that, but what, what, yeah. was it like, did you feel I, I, like... I, I was think... un... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it, the icing of the cake was... the ice, Yeah, the icing of the cake was the, the final goal because it was also towards the Liverpool fans, the, our end where we were. So we had a perfect view looking at Jordan Henderson when okay. he put Salah through with that beautiful what ball. Pass wow, that wow, that was a beautiful pass. That was impeccable passing. But I mean, did, did, did you feel that, like, you know, what it was throughout the, I mean, the full 19 minutes of the game, was it like unbalanced and, and everything? Or do you, do you think it's a fair reflection that we actually really hit them in the, punch them in the mouth and kick them in the teeth? <laughs> the thing is, um, when Liverpool are at that form, they're just so clinical as well. It's very hard to play against. Yeah. Uh, I think I think there was a lot of talk about Manchester United's weaknesses in the media afterwards, and and that's fine. You know, people can focus on that. There's no, we don't need the media to focus on how good Liverpool are, but they are absolutely outstanding, uh, and we yeah. know that. And and probably most opposition managers will be aware of it. But it's a it's a pure joy, uh, you know. And I take more pleasure in how good we are than than the weakness of United for sure. So, who do you think are our biggest rivals? For the league this season, you mean? Yeah, for the league this season. I still think it Manchester City, maybe because I know they have been there and done it now for a few years running. I know Chelsea looks strong, but I, yeah. I still feel Man City are the main uh, main contender for me. What about Kevin? What do you think? Yeah, City and Chelsea, definitely. These two are going to be... I mean, Chelsea has been pretty good. So they've also got like depth in their squad, you know. My my main my main worry is Chelsea actually because they 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 concede very few goals right I mean since 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 they beat Manchester Manchester City in the uh, if yeah. I believe the, the Champions League final they've not conceded until the recent few games mm. uh, yeah but I mean I I'll be worried for uh, about Chelsea more than Manchester City but I mean given Manchester City's uh, talents and and everything. But yeah. do you think that we yeah. will win the league? 
why not? With the way we are playing, definitely we are in with a shout. So as long as we just keep playing our game and then hopefully they drop points here and there, the others, yeah. And we can right, have right, a proper bus parade this time. Uh, most definitely. Right, but runaway leaders like like how it was like two years, two seasons ago? I don't think so. I think this season it will be a bit more tight. So three horse race, man, man, uh, Liverpool, Manchester City and Chelsea? Yeah. Looks like uh, that. That's how it's shaping up to be. Okay. Jan, what do you think? I mean, what what was the feeling like in uh in the UK? Listen, I this team is just so obsessed and focused now about winning the league, and there is a change in tone from Liverpool. I think led by Jurgen Klopp, we are much more bullish. We are happy to say that we are fighting for the league early on. We are happy to say that we've got the best player in the world in our team. We're not holding back anymore. These, you know, Klopp is giving them that recognition and responsibility that. And expectations, you know, this is what we expect. But they seem obsessed about it. So it's going to take some team to beat Liverpool to the league this season. You know, you can't guarantee it. I think Chelsea and City are, are looking very strong as well. But yeah, uh, of course, I'm biased. So I would say Liverpool are favourite for the league. <laughs> OK. But with, with, with the Champions League and other cups, uh, would, would it be more of a distraction or are we just full, fully, solely focused on this? No, I think that Champions League could never be a distraction for Liverpool Football Club. It's in our DNA. We will give everything we can on both fronts. Whether we will be able to to win one of them or both or none, who knows? But uh, I think we can yeah. be in contention on both. But fronts but for sure. but the last the last uh, the last Champions League game we were not not really that up to par, right? But somehow we managed to beat them, which they are also a very tough team. And let's go Madrid, and we yeah. did it away. So. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I, 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 I fear that when, when they come, when they come to knowing how dirty they are and everything, when they come to Enfield, they, they might really give us a, 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 a big, you know, physicality aside. They, they, they might be like out muscling us. Uh, they can't beat the twelve men. <clears throat> uh, most def- that's the that is without a doubt. So, so you would think that we would actually get a double this season. You mean what? Champions League and... Champions uh, League and, and, and the league? I don't want to be greedy. Either one will be good, but of course, yeah, I prefer the league. Yeah. But yeah, let's see anyway, like what Yen said is true. Champions, I mean, Europe has always been in our DNA, so yeah. definitely, yeah. And let's I, see I how mean, the season goes. I mean, I, 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 looking at the, 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 the Champions League and everything, I would still prefer like, you know, we fully, solely focus on the league so that we can actually shut... Uh, Alex Ferguson, uh, just before he decides to kick the bucket, then, uh, you know, we, we have got back on our perch and he can go and kiss our asses. We are already on our, on our perches already, if you calculate. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, we really want that, you know, hands down in his, right yeah. in his face. I, I heard that he actually went to uh, Old Trafford today to visit the team and everything. And I think that's actually very, looks very bad on the team in general and like it's like why is the master going to the people to tell the people what to do it's it's it's, it's just it's just wrong and it, i it's think not it's, you, it's not you heard it's true 
he actually okay. went. Okay, so so it is true. So it is absolutely like every Manchester United fan, Manchester United team, totally classless from the top down. I, th- I, I think you, sh- you should not do that. I mean, just leave leave the man the manager to do on the, your own if the, you want. Sack him. If you don't, just keep him and you know, let him do what he needs to the, do, uh, the, do his the job. Issue, the issue we're having now is that right, we're living in the past because, because even now Manchester United fans are still asking for this and come back. And, and that's the issue with having a manager who has left too much of a legacy behind that, you know, that he becomes too valuable to replace that, you know, that when shit hits the roof like right now, right? Everybody's like, oh no, let's get Ferguson back. But the problem is you cannot live in the past, right? And and this is and and this is the issue that we are having right now. Right. If we if we keep on going down this path, which I'm not surprised we won't, right? Uh not only will you guys overtake us, but there is a possibility that we might not even be a top five club within the next six to ten years if this happens. I- Actually, I actually foresee Manchester United getting relegated. I wonder what you guys think. Relegation is almost almost out of the question now. But a mid-table team, very high, highly likely at, at, at the way it's going. I mean, you can. I mean, you look at just look at Arsenal, uh, and you know, and where they are now. So, they, so they, Arsenal, they were, they were... Arsenal is a very good example of still living in the shadows of Arsene Wenger, right? They have since the time Arsene Wenger. You know they have been moving up and down, and they haven't been there. They what they were, right? And this is what's happening to us now. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I definitely would would have a very strong inclination that actually Manchester United, looking at what they are going through right now, they will be actually fighting for relegation. And there'll be fifteen or twenty years down the road, lah. For, I mean, for every Liverpool fan, would be very happy to actually see that. But but I mean, but let's I mean let's concentrate on our early team. Like what? Yeah. Early days. Early days. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, let, let, yeah, early days. So let's concentrate on our team and our squad. So one I, game I, at a time. One game at a time. Yeah, Preston first, and then after that, the league. Brighton. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I I the 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 next big, I mean. On paper, next big game is Liverpool and Arsenal in November, but you know, Arsenal is nowhere to be found. Right. So I'm actually looking forward to us playing Chelsea and Manchester City. And if, I mean, based on current form, what do you guys think, Jan and Kevin? What do you guys think? Uh Liverpool, first Liverpool and Chelsea, what do you think uh, the performance will play out? When is the next Liverpool Chelsea game? It's like Oh, I think next Jan- year, January. Jan- January, yeah, yeah January. January. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have to look at how things go for the next few games. Mm. It's like on current form, how we're gonna play, how they are gonna play if we are injury free and everything. So we have to, like, like that's why yeah, some some people they are already like talking about winning the league and everything. I'm like, come down one game at a time because you don't wanna, you know, just see how things go. But hopefully, yeah, I mean. Chelsea away difficult, but we've done it. So yeah. City also will be a bit tough, but yeah. The sad thing is we we drew with them both at home. Yeah. So yeah. Jan, Jan will you be watching uh Liverpool play Chelsea? Um if I'm in London I will because uh 
it's um it's quite near your home uh, right? it, it, it is indeed yeah um and uh as kevin says though i mean the, the league might not necessarily be decided on these individual battles between the the top teams it could it could be elsewhere we don't know uh and in january i don't know when some of our players might go to to afcon you know keita mana and salah okay if afcon indeed goes ahead so that's that's another thing uh oh yeah afcon apparently is supposedly going to be cancelled or something right yeah yeah i read something about that as well i think it's uh, it, it may just be called off which probably would suit liverpool to be honest but yeah, yeah i mean we, we, i i hope they just just they just cancel it i mean no it's no point having all these international distractions because with covid and everything I mean, like looking at our Brazilian players who are unable to play because of all these ridiculous COVID rules and from individual countries. I think we just keep the players doing what they actually love to do best. I mean, no offense to all the international games, international squads, but I I think it it is for especially for the Brazilian our Brazilian players it is much bigger joy. To for them to be actually playing for us, then I mean playing for Brazil, they got to fly halfway around the world. I I believe to, to for for international games as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so I think I I I I I hopefully the, the Fcon is actually cancelled, and I'm looking forward to Jan- January to where our. I think our biggest challenge. But do you think that we'll be buying any players in January, or we're just sticking with this one? Who are you asking? Me or yeah, Ian? Both, 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 both of you. I, I don't know. I mean, knowing Klopp, he doesn't just simply <coughs> splash the cash. Yeah. So yeah. unless there's some like really, there's a urgency where you know there's a bad injury, you need backup or something mm-hmm. like that. But at the moment, Carney, we look good. Curtis Jones is back, and like in defense, last season we struggled. We had Ned Phillips and Rhys Williams playing centre back. We had Henderson and Fabinho playing centre back. But now we've got Konate, we've got Gomez, we've got Matip, we've got Van Dijk back, and we also have like left back we've got Smithkas and right back we've got Mili. So yeah, but but Milner is actually isn't isn't he like I mean, no no offense to his age, but could he be be a liability? I don't think so. He's been playing very well. I mean, despite his age, he's like one of the fittest guys in the squad, yeah. and he actually gives. Every, I mean, definitely he doesn't have the pace. He's not yeah. known to be a very pacey player, but then he kind of gets the job done, kind of thing when he plays. Like he goes all out. Like even he was pretty good in the United game as well. Yeah. So yeah, if Ronaldo can do things at his age, and don't forget what Gary McAllister did at his age. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, but speed kills. I mean that I I I, yeah. I hate to see James Milner being slaughtered on when he's playing right back and people outrunning him and everything. I mean, he granted his reading of the game is excellent. It is 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 right up there. But I mean, I I would still prefer like maybe an academy player or actually getting yeah, yeah, Nico a, Williams. Uh, We've got Nico Williams also to fit in yeah. at right back and everything. Yeah. So, what do you think? Yeah. yeah what do you think? Now, I I think if we tried to start playing five, six, seven games on the bounce with James Miller on right back, it would be a problem just because teams were targeted. Then you know he got away with it once or twice when when teams weren't set up to exploit it. 
yeah. and I agree. I'd rather try to bring maybe Nico Williams in then. But uh, I, so the right back is probably one of the positions on the pitch where we don't have any real strength. Uh-huh. Depth, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I I, I always fear that. I mean, the, the trend uh, something might happen to him, and you know, we 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 don't have any cover. There's no way Simikas can actually play on the right side. Right side, yeah, but don't forget Joe Gomez also can slot in at right back. I mean, that is just not first choice, but yeah, yeah, you know, emergency kind of a thing. Like, but like, you know what, yeah, yeah, right back, yeah. right back is something we have to address and get like another proper right back, you know. Yeah, I think okay. the December so, fixtures will really determine your January games, uh, January transfers because you have three big games in December that is that's crucial for you guys. So. So it's very who, important. Who are we playing? Who, uh, you who, have, who are we playing? You have Tottenham, Leicester, Chelsea. Right? That, yeah, Spurs, yeah. Leicester, Chelsea Leeds. in January. Yeah, but you have Leeds, Leeds as well. Yeah, yeah so, so these three games plus the Chelsea game coming up will really decide whether uh, how, how your transfer is going to be in, in January. I'll be, I'll be very happy to play Spurs because, I mean, Spurs are like another pale shadow of uh, Manchester but, United. But Spurs at home is a bit different. Okay. The Spurs at home is a bit different. Yeah, I, I, I disagree a bit with you, Simon, because I think at Liverpool, we don't really do knee-jerk signings. It would be knee-jerk to sign players based on mm. three matches over Christmas yeah. year. I think they have much more longer-term yeah. strategy yeah, longer, in FSG. Exactly. Uh, hmm. Yeah, but, but I, 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 tend, I tend to agree with Jan because it's like I, I, I can't wait to, for us to play Spurs and, and I don't think... Even if we lose to Chelsea, right? I don't think we should actually buy players. Right? It's, it's, it's more like a long-term thing because looking at Milner, looking at his age, looking at Henderson, looking at his age, mm. um, we definitely need cover in, in, in those. And I guess if, if not January, if we don't buy anybody in January, we have we probably have to buy some big players in the coming of the season because yep. you know our players are getting older there has to be a transition and everything yeah. and hopefully Salah signs a, a big contract we got to pay him man. seriously the last uh, a hat trick and uh, two goals of the season his his own goal of the season competition he has with himself right we we got to pay pay the man yeah just give him the damn contract <clears throat> yeah and 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 hopefully he retires as like you know in, in Liverpool Red and you know long and long may the goals continue. Right. Because he already and, said in the interview that he wants to remain here as long as he can and you know yeah until the last day of his football career, said it in an interview. So yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Anyway, um we come to the end of the show. We, we can't thank you enough, right? Thank you, Kevin and Jan, for uh, being the guests on our show on this overreaction edition of uh, the Manchester United versus Liverpool game, right? We hope to see you on our next editions of the show right, in future, possibly, right? Thank you, listeners out there listening to us, right? If you uh, enjoy hearing a bunch of four guys, right, banter over about football, sports, lifestyle fitness and anything in between right be a friend tell a friend right we thank you for letting us give you this mental vacation away from the hustle and bustle of life right and uh, i'd like to thank my co-host simon for being very very docile very very calm i somehow survive and- i don't know how 
enjoying and enjoying the brutality of the reality that his team might actually go down and I mean it's down in the dumps it might go down even deeper right so anyway thank you listeners for letting us penetrate your ear holes right we hear from you again you hear from us again in our very next show <laughs>